Today, we are going to be talking about Ocean's 8 and Hotel Artemis, so stay tuned. Welcome to The Real Review. Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. Hi, everybody. My name is Matt Hay. But really, I'm going to start off by introducing my cohort here. <laughs> His name is Joel. What if your nickname was uh, the name of a brand of water bottle, like Aquafina, like Arrowhead? Joel Arrowhead Cunningham. That's fine. I, okay. I didn't know if that was or part of the Fiji, nickname. It or is, that... It's kind of a lengthy like okay. sum, summary it's of like the nickname. It's like a paragraph nickname. Joel <laughs> Fiji Cunningham. Okay. Joel Dasani Cunningham. Uh, I liked Joel, what if your name was a yeah. water bottle? Joel. Arrowhead, question mark. Joel LaCroix. Cunningham, better. Cunningham. Okay, that's there your you LaCroix, by there the you way. Go. You can enjoy, yeah. Okay, cool. Hey, I who like am it. I, Joel? I, I already said it in my I'm name. I'm here with, mine's much shorter. Okay. Uh, I'm here with Matt, eight and a half ball hay. Oh, right. Yeah, <laughs> not, not quite the full nine ball. Not quite the full nine not ball. Not quite the eight ball. You're kind of right in the middle. True story. I it don't know what story. that implies. But, it's all good. Know, one stripes, one solids. That's the, the big difference. Yeah, we're talking about Ocean's 8 stuff, guys. So yeah. that, that's what's up. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if you're <laughs> here, if you're watching, if you're listening, welcome to the show. We are here to just talk about uh, the films that we were talking about earlier, Ocean's 8 and Hotel Artemis that came out this weekend. Yes. And we are going to talk about them in depth. But first, welcome to the real review where we kind of break it down. Joel's a little bit more uh, skeptical, a little bit more nitpicky when it comes to reviews. Yeah, um, into the details. Critical. Yeah, analytical. More lengthy. Uh, I'm, I'm a little bit more like uh, emotionally, if I'm emotionally moved, then yeah, that's it. If I have fun, if I'm a little bit more optimistic about things, I'm a little bit more forgiving of nitpicky things a lot of times. And optimist to, versus pessimist. It's optimist simple prime. way. Yeah. And um, together, we, 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 we join that together for the real review where you get a good blend of the two, hopefully, yeah. and uh, all that fun stuff. And, and we're, we're, we're doing this together. So join in on the conversation, send us emails, all that fun stuff. But Joel. Yeah. How can they send us emails and how can they get connected with us? Well, Matt, good question. Yes. A couple different ways. Uh, we have our website, which is realviewmedia.com, and we're posting things there. We also have our Facebook, which we're always putting a lot of content in there. Oh, that LaCroix sounds good. I know. Uh, Facebook.com slash realreviewmedia. We also have our Instagram and our Twitter, which are both at realreviewmedia. And as always, it's spelled R-E-E-L. <sighs> and finally ways to get connected to contact us directly if you'd like to talk to us you can obviously always send us a message on facebook mm-hmm. uh comment or something like that but the MySpace. best way yes myspace <laughs> no i tried to log into my myspace the other day yeah. i couldn't even remember the password i could I, but... I i wanted to try and make sure it was deleted and i think it is i think it's if it's like okay. gen one myspace stuff they got rid of it gotcha. I was like i can't get in i'm sure somebody's hacked it by now and using it as some advertisement yeah, for sunglasses true. or something anyway you can email us realviewmedia at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts and perspectives uh, and know about your journey that you're on uh, in in learning about film and media and taking part in all the wonderful stuff we've got going on. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And before we dive into the Ocean's 8 review, I do want to bring this up because this Friday... Uh, the Incredibles 2 comes out. Oh, yeah. And uh, we haven't really been able to talk about it. We signed NDAs back yeah. in December. We actually saw the movie in December. We the did. Incredibles 2. Yeah, incredibly. We incredibly, saw we saw it. Yeah. And so, but here's the thing. 
it was like half done, maybe a third done. Yeah. Right. So not so all the voice stuff and the story was all there, but not all the animation was completed. As far as we know, yeah, it was all. It was basically just the animation needed to be filled in. I don't know if they changed the story. That's the thing. We don't know if they changed the story yet. When we get a chance to review it again, I'll be. I'm really excited to see what they changed yeah. because it's getting some really good hype right yeah, now. Yeah, and, and I didn't. Reviews. I don't know about you. I didn't have quite as great experience as I was hoping. I think I. The, Incredibles it, one is you know it's it's a top tier movie for <laughs> Pixar. The animation not being completed was was jarring. It was jarring. I but think that took me out of the movie. I would also say there was elements even without all the animation being there, specifically you know with Jack Jack's story right. and Mister Incredible. I really enjoyed his side of the story. I'm not spoiling anything here because I don't even know what's in the film at this point. But I really enjoyed his part of the story. Uh, it was really the secondary part of the right. story, kind of the A plot or the B plot. I don't know what they're treating it like at this point, but the secondary story with Elastigirl, that it just kind of was like, eh, it was okay. Right. So I'm excited to see maybe they yeah. made some tweaks, maybe they made some changes. Maybe that animation really is all that needs to yeah. be there to solidify it. So this is like our unofficial like pre-review of the movie. Of, of the, <laughs> yeah. This is like the rough draft review, yeah, right? Can, yeah, it's a rough draft So like review. if I were to rate it, I, I would have given it like B plus. Like I, I enjoyed it. I liked it a lot. I didn't think it was amazing. I would have given it a flat B. Okay. Because I think uh, B... Well, maybe B plus close. Okay. Yeah, like 86, 87. So I think... It'll be really interesting. I'm I'm excited to see it in its full form, and it could be entirely different yeah. experience. Could you be. Know? It could yeah. be. Anyways, so there is your unofficial review of The Incredibles two. So stay <laughs> tuned for our full actual review next week. Most next likely. week, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. But anyways, you're welcome for that bonus content. Um, so let's start off with Ocean's Eight. They were okay. Eagerly hoping for that. Yes, that was that a surprise. Content. Yeah, it's like Christmas morning. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, the synopsis, Ocean's 8, Debbie Ocean gathers an all-female crew to attempt an impossible heist at New York City's yearly Met Gala, not Gala. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So um, Debbie Ocean, played by Sandra Bullock, just to give you a little bit more background on that, she plays the sister of Danny Ocean um, mm-hmm. as uh, George Clooney from the 11, 12, and 13 movies. Correct. Um, written by Gary Ross, um, directed by Gary Ross as well. Also, Olivia Milch. Sorry, I can't read very well. They got weird <laughs> font on this. But um, yeah, Sandra Bullock, super great cast, actually. Sandra Bullock, Kate Blanchett, um, Griffin Dunn, Deidre Goodwin, and Hathaway, Mindy Kaling, Daniel Robbins, Aquafina, Sarah Paulson. Um, Is she Helen Bonham Carter? Not yet. Helen oh. Bonham Carter and um, Rihanna as well. So, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so this came out, and it's not at first when they first announced this movie. I remember thinking that, oh, is this going to be like a remake just yeah. with the female cast, or is what is this? And it's 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 in the continuity. I'm not apparently it's it's a continuation. So it's a sequel. Right. Right. We'll spoil that. I mean, it, it is a sequel. Right. It is a it sequel. It takes place and after they, I mean, the they talk of, about that. Yeah. yeah. Which um, was a little confusing though, because it's eight, but we've already had, you know, the higher numbers. So but the numbers it always makes coincide with how many people are involved. Right. In the job. It makes sense because right. of the plot of the film. But as far as like the way that we standardly number films, yeah. 
it just didn't make because that was kind of the cool thing about the 11, 12, and thirteen is like it it was sequels and the they numbers could potentially were going, do sequels and make eight, nine, and ten know. if they wanted. That's to. That's a very very minor gripe. Yeah, you know, in, in regards to the entire thing that didn't that only lasted like a few seconds, and I'm like, oh okay, it's in it's in yeah. the future. So they could they could uh, um, effectively if if the, if it does well, which I don't think it did that great. No, I um, checked out the, the I checked out the box office numbers. Yeah. And it looks like it'll it's like forty something. Million? It'll definitely make back its production budget. Right. It's in the forty million dollar range. Uh, did not do great niche or internationally. Right, made like right, fifteen right. million. It'll be hard pressed, I think, for it to significantly surpass the entire budget with marketing and everything like that. Right. So it's not a good sign as far as there being an Ocean Nine. So, yeah. Here, here's the thing with um, the movie, and I'll just start off with kind of it. I, I thought it was okay. Yeah. That was okay. Yeah. Um, it wasn't near as good as 11 or 13. Um, it might be better than 12. Um, depends. The, depends upon your perspective he, on right. it. So yeah. here's here's what I... Let's start with what I like. Okay. Okay. Um, I thought the cast was really great for what it was. For, mm-hmm. for what they had to do, I, I loved the cast. Standouts to me, Anne Hathaway and Kate Blanchett. I really liked them a ton. Yeah, um, and one one we didn't mention was James Corden. Yes, James Corden, right? So, which um, he was a standout for me. Yeah, for the, the for little time that he was in, yeah. his, he actually had actually a, his he had he had the only line in the whole movie that I actually laughed out loud at. Yeah, and it was the two things. Anyways, yeah. So, wait, no, <laughs> well, and we might want to do just like a very minor little spoiler thing because there's something about this movie in particular that's that, interesting that, that they that they alluded to that may or may not be. Real? Well, that, but there's another thing in regards to the heist itself right. that I wanted to talk about. But okay. his character, out of all of them, except for maybe Anne Hathaway, felt more like the original style and tone and feel of right. Ocean's 8, 11, 8, yeah. 11, 12, and 13. Uh, for some reason. I don't know why. But so, anyway. You no, and that's totally fine. So here's, and that's, outside of the acting, I and other than just having an okay time, like I had fun with some of the moments. I like, I enjoyed watching the heist stuff and that was probably my mm-hmm. most, favorite stuff of the movie but um but that's really it there wasn't yeah. anything extra special about it a lot there was a lot of stuff that looked good um it was pretty colorful i thought yeah um but that that limits the stuff that i thought was just i mean that's kind of the the end of what i thought was really good about it um, positive wise for me yeah. i think the cinematography although it wasn't quite stylistically what the original ones were was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was nothing about it that I'm like, eh. I mean, right. they had some interesting shots at times and they tried to do some of the similar like wipes and like you the know, multiple ins. shots and zoom ins and effects that I thought in the original made it so stylistic, right. interesting and cool. I thought that was good. I think the acting, except for Rihanna, who I have never felt does a very significantly good job acting wise, uh, was serviceable and mm-hmm. good for the script. It definitely felt a little bit like we're just kind of following some steps here right? in certain parts. And I don't know if that's the direction. I mean, Gary Ross, the director of this, has done some good films mm-hmm. in the past. And so it's like, you know, he did Pleasantville. And that was a great, as far as character style and character acting, I thought was awesome. And I think that was one of the things I was hoping for from the film that I didn't get a lot of. Was right. You get so much in the Ocean's 11, 12, 13 was real characters. Mm-hmm. And... I'm sorry, if you want to tip down to the negative first, you can. I didn't want to take that. <laughs> it's totally fine. <laughs> yeah, actually, you know what? Let me let me dive into that, too. Because okay. um, it's not a bad movie. I won't say it's a bad movie. I, I enjoyed it. It's a watchable movie, and I, I had some fun with it. And mm-hmm. um, It's just too... 
blase. Yeah. It's like um I don't know. Here here's here's the thing. You have Gary Ross who's doing that who's trying to mimic uh Soderbergh, right? So it felt like it, yeah. Yeah, and so but he's not his Gary Ross's style isn't like that. So here's the thing. You also Gary Ross also did the Hunger Games, the first one. Yeah. And I like that. But where where he lacked in, like he did good in like the heavy drama stuff. I, mm-hmm. That's that all that stuff in the first Hunger Games movie was so on point. Yeah, it was when it came came to like the action and keeping things fast paced. You mean is, shaky cam doesn't work all the time? Is that <laughs> right? So that's that's where there were some issues with what I thought about the Hunger Games, and that same thing translated into what I, I thought this movie was lacking. Yeah, it was lacking that snappy, that wittiness, that like kind of like. Real quick, it it mimics some of those quick zooms and stuff, but a lot of it was just like really drawn out, like conversations that were kind of slow paced. Yeah, you know? he does really well with drama and dramatic right, parts right. of his films. I mean, he wrote, I believe, Big, Gary right. Ross, yeah, yeah, yeah. and which is kind of an out there film, but really grounded well comedy, in the. Like, it's a comedy uh, that moves into a real like almost family drama, right, almost right, a, right, right. like a dramatic romance type thing. Uh, he does good with that. Sorry, yeah, I was trying to. No, you're totally fine, to and um. The uh, I think it was just missing that snappiness. He doesn't have that like like natural snappiness of it. There was I was hoping for that. I yeah. mean, you have a cast of characters and girls that are good enough actresses that I feel like could have that witty back and forth right. kind of playfulness, but it wasn't there at all. Right. There was maybe one or two scenes. Kate Blanchett's got maybe the most stylistically with that, where she's yeah. just kind of back and forthing with Sandra Bullock's I character. Liked her persona. Yeah. Uh, same. She almost had one of the strongest characters in this, except right, for Rihanna, yeah. who had nothing but her character. Right, me. right. And I thought I thought Anne Hathaway's character was cool. Um, well, they spoil it too, though. Well, well, let's not talk about spoilers. Well, they spoil it on the website, actually, on Ocean's 8. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they list her right there as one of the... Okay, so the big things <laughs> like, with... Okay. The big thing with this movie is just not snappy like the other ones. It's kind of like trying to just mimic the Ocean's Eleven almost. Yeah. Um, and the one thing I thought was weird was uh, there's not really an antagonist of no. this movie. No. And they try and make someone an antagonist, but it's, it's kind of a side thing and it's not really like yeah. important. Well, I had a problem with that because you don't really, you never really get... Uh, okay, so in the first film, you have, you know, this guy who's the casino manager who's the bad guy yeah and they make it very clear at the beginning that this guy yeah, is a complete, Garcia, right? yeah he's yeah. a complete pompous prick he's yeah. self-interested it's all about what he wants and right. when he wants it and it's all about control they have a character in here uh claude mm-hmm. who for the most part for the, most of the movie seems like he's like a decent guy but has this one circumstances with Sandra Bullock's character yeah. where he completely throws her under the bus. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, he definitely did something wrong there, yeah. so I'm not trying to say he didn't do something wrong there, but you never get his motivations. Right. You never get an understanding of where he's coming from, why he did that. Like, is he really hard for money? Was right. he just trying to become successful? And so it doesn't create a clear antagonist. Right. And it almost becomes like the antagonist for the film is Sandra Bullock, Sandra Bullock herself, Right. Who's trying to overcome insecurities and inadequacies in that she past. has in her past? Right. Exactly. In her and that's just not family dynamic. And, and that's it, interesting if it's just that, but there has to be an actual clear antagonist that they're trying to overcome. Right. In the film. And there's not really right. no, the antagonist is like the heist. Almost. Yeah. And that was part of the amazing thing of the Ocean's Eleven is that they have that clear antagonist that they're trying to beat, mixed in with him trying to create this amazing heist. Right. And all of them become successful, not right. get caught, and so it, it created a lot more interest. And I thought Sandra Bullock. Like her character f- was very flat. Like mm-hmm. I, I didn't really, 
I didn't connect with her. She's a main character, you know? Yeah. She's ocean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I felt there'd be a lot more development with her when hers really just, it's like a retribution slash, I just, I'm well, born that into was, a heist family. So. That was the other thing about the whole antagonist thing is that the entire cast, almost the entire way through is saying, don't do this for that reason. Don't do this for that reason. Like yeah. the entire time. Yeah. Yep. And so it's kind of like, am I supposed to not? look at that guy as an antagonist. Right. Like, you know, everybody needs to be on board that right. this is the bad guy yeah. for the most part for me to really think of him as the bad guy. So that that was really odd to me as mm-hmm. well. Um, um, couple, and I, I can't, I won't spoil it, but there's a, there's a couple cameos. One of them I really liked kind of towards the end. I like that. Yeah, there's one close to the beginning which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it definitely, were they were working to tie it, it ties, to the, ties it the Ocean's movie. and. There's one at the end. I was like, oh, yeah. that's fun. Yeah. I was like, that's kind of a fun one. Yeah. There was something that I thought was going to happen at the very, very Me end. Me too, but that yeah. didn't happen. No. I was really expecting it with the yeah. way they were framing everything. Yeah. <laughs> I was almost a little disappointed. I but... was disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, you'll know it when you see it. Yeah. But just overall, the movie, I thought it was just okay. There's nothing nothing uh, spectacular, but it wasn't bad. It's definitely watchable if you like that kind of a thing. And it yeah. wasn't as funny as I was thinking it was going to be. Like no. I said earlier, there's only one moment that I laughed out loud. There was other parts where I was kind of like, hmm, you yeah. know, that like I didn't get to even a full chuckle, but yeah. Yeah, I just kind of shrugged wasn't, the shoulders. And yeah, was like, hmm. it wasn't fun. I didn't feel like I was having a fun ride where it was almost like in the first movie, it was almost like this, I don't want to say like a, like a story of lore. Like it was right. almost like this fable or something mm-hmm. in the first one weirdly and it was it, the way that the music combined with the stylistic edits and the over-the-top characterization with the yeah. characters whereas this one everything just felt like kind of like a drama with a heist right attached to it yeah. and i'm and i'm like eh, yeah yeah okay yeah <laughs> yeah um, i was hoping i was really pushing for it. i love i'm a big fan of the oceans movies for the most yeah. part even 12 which yeah. you know is very controversial for some right, people right, right. um i i love them and i think they're great and i was i would love Those to have seen movies. a resurgence of the oceans movies and that you know the whole element of it being all women or all guys i, I really don't care about all that if yeah. it's a good movie it's i'm gonna enjoy movie. it right. on the aspect of it being good movie right. so can we do like a very, we'll give our like reviews. A minor spoiler? Yeah, like a minor spoiler. Okay, Because okay. there's like just one well, thing I really want to talk your, about. Give your score first. Okay, so I'm giving this one a 76. Really? Yeah. I'm actually going lower. I'm giving a 75. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. That's rare for us. <laughs> I just, I was like, Meh. okay. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, like so we dog. are going to spoil yeah. minor details. There's not a lot to spoil about this movie, but- I'm going to spoil the We're going to spoil a little bit. So, so if you don't want to hear any jump spoilers ahead, like, for this, two. jump ahead like- Let's say like two minutes or something like that. We'll keep it real brief, yeah. but uh, we're going to spoil it in five, four, three, two, one. Okay. So the end, I was frustrated. We talked about this. Yep. I was really hoping that Danny Ocean- I thought he was going to walk up. I thought we were going to see his shadow because right. the way that they were framing it, you could see- Stuff uh, behind it. Yeah. You could see Debbie Ocean's like shadow yeah. on the wall. Uh-huh. And I thought he was going to like walk up and just grab an olive or something. That's all they needed. And I would have been like, oh, cool. He's right. still alive. So right. it felt really- mean to me to kill off his character right especially when you don't give any i still think he's not dead i don't think he's dead too but like they never resolved that right and so it just feels very mean-spirited that like this beloved character it's like star wars all over again they just kill him off and you're like well i want to know what happened right 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 last we saw him they were happily leaving (laughs) with their money and you know so that felt a little mean-spirited um i want to hear thought there's one other thing but yeah yeah no I, i i don't i don't think he's dead but i was like 
I was fully anticipating and they just kind of like ended it and it was like, wait, what? Like, yeah. oh, oh, I was, I was definitely bummed out, but that, that was really it. Gotcha. And then James Corden was like, and uh, you got these two things. Yeah. Like that, that was funny. But for me, that was, that was about it. I gotcha. So this is the other thing. Mm-hmm. This is where the whole movie kind of fell apart for me. There is no way that this heist, at least the first part of the heist with the necklace would have worked. The magnet, right? Yes. Well, yeah, not- because they had the, the 3d model of it. And but they didn't know that the latch before the three D model was right. made. Well, not only that, so yeah, they they couldn't have they would have had to rebuild the necklace with the the, the magnet latch. system right. in it, yeah. which doesn't make sense at all. Um, but additionally, they so the way that they structured the heist was that they get um, Anne Hathaway's character Daphne to vomit. Basically, mm-hmm. she runs into the bathroom, right. and they pretend like what happened was she was running. And the necklace fell off and somehow landed in a lake. Right. Truthfully, the fountain, or right? Whatever. Truthfully, you have uh, Sarah Paulson's character Tammy, who has a the false necklace like on an ankle or like right. a like a like a whatever thing on her her thigh. Yeah. And she lifts up her dress and she drops it in there and then she pulls it out. The first think about this. The first thing that I would do if I'm James Corden uh-huh. or I'm investigating. I would figure out where specifically or how specifically that necklace fell off. Right. They have footage of her running towards the bathroom right. with the necklace still on. Right. They would have seen that the necklace did not fall off right. into the fountain. Right. That would have been like <laughs> first step. Yeah. And so then immediately go, okay, well then who found the false necklace? Yep. They would have gone to Tammy. So th- the whole thing falls apart right there. Nuanced uh, nuances and yeah, there 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 was a yeah. couple of things and just a magnet thing too. They they did not know that was a thing when they three D. I thought it. that was really ridiculous, and I'm like, you mean you know all about this necklace, but you don't know about this like locket thing on the back, right. and it, it just felt like an oversight, and it never felt like to me like the the interesting thing. And then we can finish and move on. The interesting thing about the Ocean's Eleven movies is that the heist seems so outrageous and unrealistic. Like, how do you rob a casino vault right, 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 in this right. way? They're just stealing a necklace. Yeah. And I, I'm not saying that it's not like an amazing necklace or anything, but it's a necklace. Yeah. And I think the added twist at the end of the movie of it being like more than just that necklace, mm-hmm. that added to it. Yeah. But the heist in and of itself didn't really seem all right. that significant. Yeah. I mean, you literally could have just done some sort of like, you know, armed thing at some point and robbed the car, which I know they're not about that in the Oceans movie, but right. it's kind of like, I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the spoilers. That's I don't, the spoilers part. I don't feel like they would have realistically been, have been able to pull off this heist and gotten sure. away with it the way that they did. So it kind of throws apart yeah. the whole entire end. No, I got you. I in got a way. you. Um, yeah. No, I agree. There are some, definitely some holes there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if you guys saw Ocean's 8, let us know what you thought about it. Did you catch anything that maybe we missed or anything like that? Let us know. Email us. Uh, reach out to us on social social media. We do have a uh, one other movie that you got a chance to see that I didn't get a chance to see that I really wanted to see yeah. uh, because of the concept I really thought was cool, and that is Hotel Artemis. So we have just a, a few minutes here, I guess. What? Um, yeah. What I can you, talk about it real briefly. Yeah. Bleach, briefly. Blah, blah. Uh, synopsis for it. Set in a riot-torn near-future Los Angeles, Hotel Artemis follows the nurse, nurse, who runs a secret members-only emergency room for criminals. Uh, it stars Jodie Foster as the nurse, Sterling K. Brown as Waikiki, <laughs> uh, Sophia Boutella as uh, Nishi. I never really got, uh, is it nice, Nishi, I don't, Nietzsche. 
I don't know. Uh, you <laughs> nice. had Jeff Goldflum as the Wolf King, who's not in it nearly enough. He could have been in much more. Niagara. Uh, Niagara. Brian Henry as Honolulu. Jenny Slate as Morgan. Uh, Zachary Quinto, who I haven't seen a lot for a while, yeah. uh, who plays the son of the Wolf King. Charlie Day as Acapulco, um, who was pretty good in it, and Dave Bautista Everest. Mm. So the movie that I expected to go see was a movie about, the, the based on the synopsis, is they're all stuck in a hotel and everything just kind of falls apart. And they're all fighting and battling and yeah. it's one-upsmanship and they're all hired killers. And it's right. that was what I was expecting mm-hmm. to see and kind of a fun romp and ride. Yeah. What it ended up being was more of a, a family overcoming drama with action elements. Really? Yeah. Huh. And it, it really right. didn't translate all that well. I mean, there was some, some cool action moments that kind of took place in the film. Yeah. Um, stylistically... It had a fun style, and okay. I think that's where it slightly elevated itself. Okay. I think the main problem is that it, it felt like it was, with the futurism and everything like that, it felt like it should have gone a little further and become a bit more unrealistic. Okay. Like, it should have been almost like, yeah, I don't know if this could take place within our world, but it felt like they were trying to make it in the future, but also ground it. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's like everything is very, like, there's future technology, but everything is very structured and grounded. And so because of that structuredness to the script and the world, you start questioning like, well, is that realistic or is that realistic or is that? Yeah. And there's so many times where it's like, that's not realistic. That I don't understand that. Like right. a guy will just show up somewhere or like, well, why didn't you try finding another entrance or exit? Or, you know, there's right. like five or six are like, you know, you're a gang that supposedly runs all of New York and you're telling me that you don't have any extra weapons or that you're just going to... Things like that. Yeah, okay. That just kind of fall apart after a certain point. So you the, know? the idea of Hotel Artemis reminds me of like the Continental a little bit. Yeah, um, kind of. In John Wick. It's just like a, a safe haven where, you know, you can go and be without being bothered. Yeah, except this is a very, very, this is the part of it as well that I didn't get. It was a very, very tiny hotel. Was it? Yeah, it only held, I think, four or five people at a time. Really? Yeah. Which, oh, that's weird. And it wasn't just like a hotel that they could go and just stay at. It was also, it was more so a doctor's. More hospital-like. Like, yeah, like a hospital place yeah. with beds. So you could okay. go there and just stay there, but most of the people that go there end up being injured through something, and then they, right. they, they, they okay. come in. And so it was an interesting concept, and I'm I was kind of like hoping for more yeah. because you don't see a lot of these types of films sure. that pop up and just have nothing else tied to them. I mean, we're just talking about Ocean's 8, which is a complete sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were some elements that worked, I think, action-wise. It was decent, okay. although a little bit like, eh, like you kind of knew where everything was going, like sure. that person's going to die and that's going to happen there. It was very like flagged. Um, there was some silly stuff with like Jenny Slade's character that she comes in at one point and she she's there, but it's, it's it's almost more just like to move the plot along, but they try to make her into this really significant character that doesn't pan out weird in anything. Okay, I did really like Dave Bautista's character, Everest. Yeah, Everest. He he plays an orderly it's within the like thing. Everest. Yeah, and he was um, <laughs> funny. He probably had the most interesting he, kind of funny like lines. Drax funny. Yeah, kind of. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, kind of. It felt like he could have been if the surrounding cast okay. had supported that more. Sure. I mean, he talks about like I'm an orderly and I am here to help people. As he like just punch somebody oh, yeah. in the face, you know what I mean? So I'm I felt, invisible. Yeah. <laughs> if I move incredibly slowly, you cannot see me. <laughs> cannot. Darn it. <laughs> yeah. No, I think he he could have gone there, 
it needed that. That's really part of what it needed. It needed some levity. Yeah. And it needed okay. some tongue in cheek kind of silly fun. Why is Gamora? And it, yeah. And it, it never did that. It went really hard and heavy. <laughs> Why is Gamora? <laughs> went really hot and heavy into being, trying to be very serious. Yeah. And you have a guy like Dave Bautista who can be silly. You have Charlie Day who can be ridiculous and crazy and over the top and funny. You have Jenny Slate who can also be crazy, right, ridiculous, right, right, and right. funny. And over- you have Jeff Goldblum who can be ridiculous and funny and over the top. And they put everybody, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they put everybody at this very flat kind of simple level. And it would have been funny if you have these crazy characters and maybe one or two like Jodie Foster's character and Sterling Brown, right. who are just very like normal yeah. and around this cast of crazy characters yep. that are causing this ensuing mayhem. The actual battle, I'm going to spoil this, sorry, the actual battle within Hotel Artemis lasts all of, I would say, 15 minutes. Really? 10 to 15 minutes, yeah. Huh. The rest of it is just build up, build up, build up, build up. And then eventually you get to the breaking point, and the breaking point is not that interesting. Huh. Because it involves a bunch of characters like Dead, Dead, Dead. Like, they're all dead, except for a couple. And then it's kind of like you don't even really see the results of the rest of the characters. Strange. Yeah, so it just... I, I was like, what are you trying to do here? Like, what are you trying to make? And it, it became more a film about than Jodie Foster's character, the nurse. Yeah. And her overcoming these social anxiety aspects of, which kind of is explained. Mm-hmm. Like there's a twist that happens partway in when you, but it's not really a twist. I, what I was really thinking was like, this would be awesome. You've got this Wolf King character played by Jeff Goldblum. He showed us showed up at the very beginning of the film. He's okay. like the king of LA. That's what they say. He like owns LA. The king of LA. Instead, he shows up like almost a little a little after halfway through the film. Okay. He should have showed up at the very beginning and gotten stuck in there. And then all the craziness should have happened then with somebody trying to kill him and right. him trying to fight back. And his gang of people should have been trying to break in to get into there to save him while all this crazy death and shooting and mayhem is happening inside. But it really is like he gets there. And then it just kind of all, it's like almost like three-fourths away through the film. He gets there, mm-hmm. half to three-fourths. And then it's like, boom, 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 everything's done. It's just weird. And then they have the whole riot thing, which was completely unnecessary. I don't even understand why they had the whole riot thing. I don't know. It didn't even need to be set in the future. Like, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. made really no very little practical difference. Is, it, is like this the, based off an existing, like, IP or, like, an existing, like, like graphic know. novel or something? It seems like it is. That's kind of the vibe I got, but I don't know. Maybe it's not. I get that. I mean, it definitely seems like it could be. Yeah. But it wasn't interesting enough to feel like they okay. had another story. That, like, there wasn't enough realistic story playing out to feel like it was tied to some pre-existing okay. IP. I gotcha. What, so, would you, what would you break it down as? Rate it. So I'm giving this one um, a 71, which All right. it probably doesn't deserve. I should probably go lower, but the acting was good. Okay. The action was fine. The cinematography was like serviceable and good. And I want to give it a little bit of credit for at least trying something a sure. little bit different. Yeah. They didn't just go for the sequel. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Okay. Cool, man. There you go. 71 C minus Hotel Artemis. Um, did you guys see Hotel Artemis? Uh, maybe comment. Let us know if you did, if you liked it, if you know if it's based off an existing IP or something like that. I'll look it up. Um, yeah. Let us know what you thought about it. Uh, comment. Uh, send us an email, realreviewmedia at gmail.com. Um, also, I want to break down, um, you can, again, you can reach us at a uh, variety of different outlets on social media is uh, facebook twitter instagram at real review media youtube.com slash the real review um where if you're watching this that's where you're watching it there you go um 
yeah other than that i mean is there anything else you want to add to any of that no i think i'm good think you're good yeah okay I'm cool for incredibles too. yeah incredibles dose and tag and tag i'm excited for tag right. too oh, I spilled. oh man you spilled stuff coffee is that coffee it is coffee you spilled coffee you guys and on that note <laughs> it's been real it's been real <laughs>